Hello, welcome to That's Whack. This is the very first episode. Very first new episode. I'm Sam. I am Cody, and it's the first episode of a new old podcast. Yeah, because the first one was just you, now it's both of us. Yes, because That's Whack was around before. I did attempt to do this once by myself a couple years ago. You needed me to help to make sure we could both keep each other accountable. Uh, well, I had yeah, this thing. I had a really hard time with like actually doing the show and actually wanting to record. And it, let me tell you, it was really hard also trying to sit there and talk to somebody when nobody was there. Yeah. Like, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to definitely, I mean, like, we're right next to each other, so it's easy. And, like, it's easy to talk. We talk all the time. So. And if I ever lose something, hopefully you'll be there to kind of, like, throw something at me and we can just kind of keep banter exactly. together. But sitting there at a desk by yourself with, like... You're the no, only one to talk. Like, yeah. yeah, no idea how to, like, kind of just keep flowing through topics yeah. like it's normal. Like, people on the internet that do that, it's fucking crazy because it's a lot harder than it, like, looks. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. But, okay, so we're going to kind of tell us tell you guys a little about us so you can get to know us a little better. I, well, Cody and I first, one, we, we've known each other since high school. Um... And yeah, we had a, I don't even know how we met, but we met, we stayed in touch and we've been pretty like solid ever since like junior year of high school. Well, your junior year. My junior year, yeah. Freshman year? Yeah. 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 I have no idea how we became friends, but I mean, look, here we are. I'm 24 (laughs) and you're what? 22? 22. Yeah. 22. We're still best friends. (laughs) 22. out here just trying to make it work trying to be the next like call her daddy whatever okay i have never heard of that podcast until like three days ago and i saw one article about it apparently it's just like giant ass podcast and now i've like heard five people talk about it yeah i mean i've never heard it like actually like listened to her or anything but i always see people talking about her and using her like podcast as something to relate back to who is her uh, i think her name's alex but i mean she's like everyone if you say call her daddy people know who she, like it's some blonde girl i don't know who like i don't i think her name's alex the only thing that i know about that show is that <coughs> she was offered 60 million dollars for spotify to go do some podcast deal i think i honestly only know about her because of trisha paytas because Trisha said some, like, sus stuff about her. I'm a stand for Trisha. I know. That's what I'm saying. I, I know we follow Trisha. <laughs> We're diehards to follow Trisha and frenemies and all that. But, um, but yeah, RIP. But, yeah, I think that's the only reason I know about her. And I think I know about her because of frenemies. Like, they would talk about, like, call her daddy and stuff. Um, well, Trisha would, like, on her Twitter and everything. But, Yeah. Well, to kind of get into, like, me, myself, I am Cody. I had created That's Whack a couple years ago, and I tried doing it where I would just have, like, my friends come on every single week, and we would talk about different topics. But then, like I was saying, it got really, really hard to, one, find someone to come on every single week, and then also to try to, like, find stuff for fillers and, like, writing the whole epi- every single thing by myself. And then I got really sad. And- and I like got really like in a depressive state for a while so then I didn't even want to do it so then I just kind of like let it fail out and then God like had multiple times of trying to like redo it but 
what was it? It was like a month ago or so now. It had to have been. But I decided that I wanted to do a podcast again. I just kept thinking that, like, I had this good idea for a podcast and why wasn't I doing it? So... And we had started hanging out a little bit more, too. Yeah, finally, like, started, like, talking more and everything. But honestly, I'm not going to lie. I had asked... I just decided, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask, like, five, six of my friends that I think it would be fun to do a podcast with. And whoever actually hits me back and is like, all right, when are we doing this? That's who's going to, like, do it with me because they're obviously serious. So I went to, like, multiple of my friends, gave them the same spiel, and, like, hey, this is what I want to do. Like, let me know if you want to do it. I'm really serious about it. And you were the only one that, like, called me and was asked me just, like, when are we doing this podcast thing? I told him, I was like, dude, I got this weekend. I'm pretty busy. I got my finals for summer school. But once I'm done, just wait for it i'm gonna hit you and i did so yeah and and here we are and i do genuinely think that's probably why that's whack trial run never went anywhere because this was meant to happen and if that's whack actually stayed who knows what would have happened to that thing but this never would have happened so now we're here we have the same name a new cover new vibrant and oh do you hear my dog sniffle? <laughs> oh my god we're doing some dog asmr right now listen <laughs> oh my god oh that's amazing so he's gonna be our mascot oh yeah well because here's the thing i can't we're gonna have a lot of animal interruptions in this show but they're going to be better if they're in the room and disturbing us here and then you get cute little noises here and there than having them outside the door and constantly clawing at the door banging the door down like it's cute like i i it's cute for a little but it's not cute when you're listening to a podcast it's like cute to us when we're here just listening to it but well no i think especially to one of my favorite things have you seen those dog tiktoks where the people hold the little um microphones up to their face and there's like (laughs) i love that i oh I, i think it's the cutest shit and Ziggy is sitting right fucking next to you. He's literally right next to you. I'm gonna be your mascot. He's like, bro, anyone steps up to my dog, my master, I'm about to go off. This dog is seriously the most loyal dog I've ever had. She's had the roughest life, but my god, she she loves the shit out of me, I can just tell. And I can walk her with no leash, she won't go anywhere. She is super protective of me like if like let's say someone i like someone she knows and i are like play fighting or something she'll just like jump in the middle and then like lick their faces and stuff to be like hey what are you doing but if it's someone like she doesn't know she'll kind of like she's never bit anybody but she'll bark and she'll let herself know like hey you need to watch the fuck out I know she when I just came today and I smelled like a different, you know, I smelled like a whole bunch of different dogs. She was all ready to attack. Like, where's the other dog? I don't know. No one told me any dog was coming over here. Let me step up. She's a crazy bitch. She'll, if she's outside 
and she passes a stranger, another dog, anything, she pays it no mind. She doesn't care at all. But the minute that she's inside and anything enters like her space, she loses her shit, dude. Like cannot territorial. Very very protective of her space but i think it's because of her story like this poor little dog's gone through so much she started out as a rescue from the um she got rescued from a dog fighting ring as a pup and then a couple years later down the line she was living at a foster home and while she was there she got attacked by a mountain lion Oh my gosh. Oh, dude. It was all over the news and everything. Like, had a whole bunch of cuts down her side, over her head, but then made like a full recovery. And then finally, she came and lived with me. And she's been with me for like a couple years now. And she's just loving life. I was going to say, I've been thinking for a couple years since you lived over at like Club Valencia with your sister. Yeah, that's the thing. It was actually my sister's dog and then she had to move back home because she wanted to go to nursing school mm-hmm. and couldn't take the dog home. So I was like, well, I'll take this little doggo. Yeah. And then she's been by my side ever since. She's but she's precious. a good little pup and she's definitely going to make a bunch of appearances in the show. <laughs> well. But anyways, I think we should definitely kind of get into the first topic. Oh, before we do that, I kind of want to explain how this show is going to work and what exactly... Sorry, Ziggy's getting on the bed right now and she's messing everything up. Um, I kind of want to get into what this show is going to be like and how how it's going to run and what what's going to be expected in these next couple episodes. Yeah, for sure. I think that's probably the best thing to do. Um I think one of the big things is one to remember over these first couple episodes that we're going to try to figure we're still figuring things out we're going to figure out the best way to record the best way to write up the shows the best way to whatever we're gonna have to trial and error trial and error the next couple episodes until we kind of get it figured out but in the sense what we were kind of talking about is just we want to do we just want to have topics that everyone can relate relate to to. or just like or that's something going on in our life that's personal to us that we we feel like you know and listen you guys would be able to want to hear talk about opinions that you do not need and do not help in any way you're gonna hear a lot we're very opinionated people Hopefully, very very though. opinionated people so you're gonna hear a lot of our opinions and we're not gonna filter that just because i think opinions are the best thing i think that you cody and i are very different people um our friendship works because we understand that there is something called agree to disagree and that you can still be friends <laughs> So hopefully, if you guys are those types of people, you'll really love our podcast. If you're not, it might not be the best podcast for you because we're not going to really filter our opinions on situations. A lot of opinions that I have on certain views, Cody doesn't agree with, and a lot of, you know, things this Cody isn't thinks going about, to be you know, it's not going like, to be nothing political or stuff. It's no, going to be like social it, media crap, probably. Pretty much. And that's, I don't want to say, that's the thing. Like, I don't want to say it's like a T channel. I mean, like but a like, tea it's podcast. a tea without the tea. But it's our personal tea. 
Yeah. So and then also yeah. like social media or just other random shit that's going to be funny to talk about. Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk like, you know, today. Listen, the show is called That's Whack. <laughs> it's pretty So we're going to talk about shit that's whack. <laughs> like, and why know, it's whack. Exactly. I mean, you've got a brown girl living in America and Mr. Cody over here who's lived a very crazy life i would say with the roommate situations that we had a whole bunch of crap so you know we have a lot of whack crap that goes on in our life and we kind of want to indulge the audience with it so how it's gonna go is i was thinking we would do like two or three topic each episode a basic generic vague topic and then speak about stuff within that whatever comes out comes out yeah so and i mean we always go off on tangents too i that's mean kind of the plan you know so, it's just kind of have like a vague thing to talk about and then like uh, listen i'm not gonna lie i could have done a lot more planning and a lot more like editing out here on this first episode but we really but wanted to be authentic. Yeah, that's and kind raw. of what I think is. I wanted to see kind of what would happen if I kept it very vague. The next ones I'll go more into detail. But right now, I just got first topic, which we're going to talk about today is money. Yeah. Just because I feel like that's got a lot to talk about. Yeah. And let me tell you. And I mean, a bitch is broke. Same. Money. And a bitch is getting kicked that's out. So. <laughs> But the first topic, and then that's going to be what we're talking about. Second one, we have another one, third one, and so on and so forth. And then each week, hopefully, it gets better and better. Some weeks, it might just be two topics. Some weeks, it might just be like... Just depending on how long the topics go. This week's definitely might only even be one, because money is a really long topic for us. (laughs) Do explain. (laughs) Well... (laughs) (laughs) Let's explain. Okay, so backstory on me. I have a very, very strict family, very strict upbringing. Both parents are Indian, uh, from India, Indian, not Native American Indian. Um, And yeah, they are very conservative, very strict with their rules. So Cody was a innocent bystander to see me get kicked out the first time when I was 19. No, let me tell you, though, (laughs) this was kind of crazy because it was definitely some, like, destiny type shit because I had been telling myself since I was about 12 that I wanted to move out when I was 18 like that was what I wanted to do I wanted to be right out the house right when I turned 18 I turned 18 school ended and then literally right at that time and I was like I don't know if I should do it like I don't I'm not really ready I don't know how Sim got kicked out end of June beginning of July that I called Cody up because I remember him always telling me in high school and even I think like right when I came through graduation too you're talking about like you just want to take the summer to enjoy but most likely move out at the end of summer so I was like it's the middle of summer do you want to move out because my mother and father have kicked me out and he was like absolutely you gave me the push let's do it and we it was so crazy I genuinely I still even think about it to this day because it has shaped it really has shaped me to the person I am that one decision but it was at the right time, the perfect time. I had, like, no money. I was not ready to move out. Neither but you was were just I. like, hey, I need someone to move out. And I was like, all right, let's do it. This is And I know that the th- reason I chose to ask Cody before I asked anybody else really was Cody's always been a go-getter. 
So I knew that, you know what, like we're both broke. We both don't have the money to move out, but we can make it work. Like he had a job and he was working 40 hours a week. So was I, and we were ready. We were like, okay, you know what? Like if we need to, we'll wait a month, have everything saved up and we'll get an apartment. And if we have to squat it at an apartment, like that's not the best, we'll do that. And we'll sign an eight month lease and then we'll move on. But he was the only person that I could think of that would honestly be someone that I know that would be on his shit and actually pay bills, not worry about anything, not make excuses. But long story short, it didn't end up happening. See, I'm like, this is where we need to enter the record scratch. I was like, everything (laughs) sounds like it should have been all perfect. And then we moved in together and happily ever after. That's the end of the story. So what it ended up happening was I was unable to get an apartment. Why? Um, I had, I think, still money on my, what was it? Because I had had to pay a fine to Kohl's still. But what is it? What is it called when you have to, that you can't get it? What was the fine? Oh, okay, for? you know what? <laughs> okay, so I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're getting into it. Okay. What was the fine for? Okay, so you know when you're like 19 years old, you're broke, and you really want like holiday socks from Kohl's, <laughs> so you put them in your bag, <laughs> and you decide to like leave. That happened. Um, I was just gonna go get my credit card from like you know my car and you know I didn't want to lose the socks and so I put them in my bag for safekeeping and they didn't really understand that so I had to pay to the court like a good Samaritan that I am I didn't (laughs) (laughs) let me tell you all it is not worth it this bitch ruined everything okay yes I did because I thought listen to me holiday socks i still go every freaking year to target and get holiday socks for every holiday so mind you don't talk crap about holiday socks anyways so i thought i had paid everything off and so when we got denied i was like damn my credit's good i have good renter's history i have all this stuff going for me i was like and i've had yeah, because history you before. had rented an apartment, I had rented by an apartment. yourself yeah before we had exactly and he used to come stay with me all the time it was amazing <laughs> um but I had a one bedroom by myself and I had renter's history. I like didn't I didn't break lease anything, paid on time, everything. So I was really confused on why I got denied. And I was and I had assumed that I had paid off everything to the court. And I guess I had what, like two hundred dollars or something left that I still needed to pay. But I couldn't figure out what it was because I was like, there's nothing outstanding and it didn't tell me what I needed to pay off. So then I paid money to one of the little like uh, whatever it's called where you go get your like I don't even know anyways I paid money to them to have them check to see where I needed to pay money where I owed money to because I was like where do I owe money like what and I assume my parents honestly like stopped like the phone bill before the month had ended and I needed to pay the phone bill because I need I knew I needed to start paying it but I thought that they had paid the month and so I was like oh, okay I'm like what the hell I didn't know how much I owed anything found out it was for the courts got enough money to pay for it and Unfortunately, by that time, and I had told Cody too, I was like, don't wait around for me, obviously, because you have a set time to move out to. And I think we had had yeah, one of your at friends. That point. At yeah, that point, we had we, brought one of his friends in to do a three listen, bedroom. It was rough out there, too. We were looking at two bedrooms, and they were janky and they janky. were sketchy and not good. Yeah. So then I was like, well, what if we try to get a third person and then we can get a little bit of a nicer place and then split it three ways? So then I had asked one of my friends at the time, and she was down. So it was like, cool. So then all three of us. And got she had in. a di- she had a uh, 
time limit that she needed to be mo- like moved out by. I yeah, think that's what it was. There was so something that she, was like I know she had it where it was pushing. Time. So I had ended up telling Cody, I was like, regardless, worst comes worst, like you guys move and that's that. And I mean, there was never any like ill will to him or anything. I wasn't like, oh my God, fuck him, whatever and stuff. Like, no, because life happens and shit. So I ended up living with a couple of friends. Um, they let me stay with them until I got on my feet and then I was able to get a two bedroom by myself, which the only reason I hate Cody for not waiting for me is because I got into a shit situation with that two bedroom. But, Yo, but that's not his fault. <laughs> it was because of people around me at the time. Everything that like uh, roommate situations are just terrible. Always. Yeah. So like, it's, it's I think so hard. Like, Cody and I talk about that all the time. We're like, you know what? If we would have lived together, I think we would have still been living together at this point because we get each other and we understand like he has his own life. I don't ever expect him to like make me fully immersed in his life. And I have my own life and he doesn't expect me to fully immerse him into my life. Um, and I think that his roommate that was going to move, the third roommate that was going to move with us, that didn't work out for you. She was a little too much. My roommate didn't work out for me. It was too much. And so now we're both just haunted by roommates, <laughs> pretty much. And so we basically are like scarred and we're like, yeah, no, we're never going to live with any roommates ever again. Let me tell you this hard part too is so I go and I have this hard trouble with like roommates or whatnot. So I go and I live by myself. Well, let me tell you, living by your fucking self sucks. Yeah, it, it does. sucks too. Like, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm older you know it was it's been a while since I've lived like by myself by myself so I wouldn't mind trying I've actually been like thinking like what it would be like to live by myself again but honestly I loved living by myself I hated it I loved living by myself at 18 I think it's hard because all the bills are to you and you can't be like oh my god I'm having a tough month can you please pick it up this time and like I'll help next time a lot more but that shit's the sucky part um but i'm a homebody i love being alone love being by myself i love the feeling of someone else being in like the presence of somebody else but i'm not someone who's very social to talk to all the time like there's i like my me time well and i think that was a big issue for me because when i had moved out to my studio i moved downtown like away from everybody and like everyone lived like i guess with like peoria glendale would that be like like the suburbs 25 30 minutes away from where you were yeah it was really far and i had the suburbs i don't know but it was just super far and i didn't have money for gas so i couldn't be driving everywhere and i worked like 20 minutes away so i was spending all my money on gas vice versa your friends don't really want to spend an hour driving you know half an hour one way half an hour back the other way exactly and especially getting caught in traffic going downtown like downtown traffic sucks here we're in phoenix by the way (laughs) well and that was really hard too because then i had gotten a job i i was living by myself and I decided I didn't want to do it anymore and I also wanted to move back where all of my friends were and everyone I knew so I was more like in the shit so I got a job over there so then I was driving like 30-40 minutes to work so then I drive to work I'd get back home and then by the time I got home I didn't want to go out again or yeah. go back over there because I was already on that side of town 
And then I was like, well, I don't want to drive all the way out there and then drive all the way back again. And then I have to do that drive again the next day. You know when... So I became, like, super isolated. When my ex, the first, like, the second ex, the ex that would, you know, the letter J X. Um, sorry, we're just, like, not doing names. Um, oh, I guess we're <laughs> not doing names. Anyways, we'll think of names. But anyways, um, when he lived downtown, I would drive every day. And he lived right next to where you were because he was on Central and Camelback. And How far? I drove 30 minutes to him, 30 minutes back. And there was days that I would have to, like, if I had night class, because I go, I'm still in college, by the way. But when I had night classes and stuff, I would get stuck in traffic driving back. And I would be stuck in traffic for, like, 45 to an hour. But I was like, that's love. How far would you drive for a relationship like how 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 far of a like oh i'm literally such a hopeless romantic when it comes to things like i'll drive like right now i'm driving like still in love with you know current ex um i drive like 45 minutes to bfe in goodyear he literally lives like 20 minutes but like further than the 303 south i go down to 303 south take the exit and then drive an additional 20 minutes someone lives like two hours away oh i'll do it you would do the two-hour drive? Yeah. How often? Because you couldn't be doing that as shit every day. As much as I would want to. Okay, you know Keely, my best friend? Yes. Love her. She's wifey. Drive. I would drive freshman year. I would drive, like, in the middle of, like, the a week if I didn't have school. I would leave, like, Tuesday night, get there, and then drive back, like, Wednesday morning or Wednesday afternoon. And then I'll go back again on Friday and stay the weekend. Yeah. Uh, I think about that a lot. I'm I'm terrible with it. It's so bad. But like, so current ex who is honestly, I'm, we're going to get married. It's going to happen. I'm just manifesting that it is going to happen. And you know, Manning has that right now. All right. You hear that guys. (laughs) That's back episode one. It is currently 8.31 p.m the 27th of july here sorry because no, i'm fucking stupid and i can't read the numerical calendar so i have to think a second he says it he says it too like we're we'll see broken up because of like personal growth that needs to happen on both sides and he's been in my life pretty much my whole life he's like my oldest longest closest bestest friend and yeah no i tell him all the time i'm like I literally told him last night that. I told him, I was like, watch what you say because you're going to end up marrying me one day and I'm never going to let you live it down. And he was like, yeah, I know. And he tells me all the time. Like, he do- like he- we know. I'm part of the family, everything, and the whole if family you know, knows. why aren't you doing it? Because personal growth needs to happen on both sides. The personal growth is happening on my side a lot quicker because I've had shit happen, which we'll get into throughout this podcast and stuff. Like, not this episode, but, like, further down. But, like, for him... He's had shit happen to him, but it's just very recently that he's had a lot of shit happen to him. He's lived a pretty pampered life with being, like, having his family with him, everything and stuff, and, like, family always supporting everything that he does and not having to worry, like, if he chose to, like, you know, start doing whatever. Like, if he stops a job, quits it, moves, you know, moves into a different apartment, whatever it is, his parents are the most amazing people, and they support him fully, and he's always had that support. Um, but I think personally on his own self, he needs to have that kick in the butt where he's like, okay, I need to do this shit by myself. I need to do all this shit. 
I need to be able to be the man of the house, take care of this person or whatever. It's always been where he knows that he has his parents to fall back on, which isn't a bad thing. Like, you should always have your family to fall back on. But for me, I've never had my family to really fall back on unless my academics was 110%. Um, My family will not ever really, unless I have academics following me, my family doesn't really support anything else personally or anything like that, which is really difficult. So for him, right now, he's just had, like, this past six months, he's had a lot of shit happen to him that's made him kind of realize and grow that he wants to be, like, a lot more further in his life, like, career-oriented-wise, like love life all that stuff so i think that it'll happen for him but it's i can't push anyone's progress like the universe knows you really have to let them the universe has to let them guide it and i think that's the reason that we had a lot of standstill was that i pushed him so much we were together for two years um and you know we were we were great everyone was everything was good everyone has their own hiccups in their relationship and stuff yeah but i kept pushing him and pushing him and pushing him to be this man and he, I don't think he was ready to at that time. Like, he was very much still a boy. And I was trying to make him into this, like, pretty much make a 24-year-old, 23-year-old into a already settled down 28-year-old ready to get married and stuff. And I think that that pushed him to act out in ways that wasn't right. So he's learning it now, and I'm not having to push him. So it's really great. It's really awesome. And I love the growth he's made. And regardless of, like, I know I manifest that we're going to get married, and I know we will, but if... It, by any means it doesn't happen he's always going to be my best friend and i will always wish like 110 percent the best for him well you know you heard it here we're going to manifest this wedding it'll be happening <laughs> oh, we'd have really cute caramel babies we'd have really cute caramel babies oh lord <laughs> with little curly hair well if you see an engaged yeah. episode pop up you'll know what happened here <laughs> Um, I really wanted to talk about my big thing with money and I wanted to talk about and it's like a really big thing that's been kind of like talked about was Jeff Bezos 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 <laughs> what kind of fucking name is that I don't know um, but he just went up into outer space why why because when you have money like that why? you can do whatever you want I but like I just, I don't get it. And I love those memes that have been popping up about his rocket ship looking like a penis. And <laughs> then everyone's like putting it side by side with the Austin Powers. Have you seen that? I haven't. You haven't? No. Okay, you're on your phone right I'm now. I'm looking so up his up. ethnicity right now. Because <laughs> you said, what is Bezos? Bezos. Bezos. It's Bezos. Bezos. I mean, he's. Born and raised in Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> so God, fuck that little bald headed. Homeboy went to fuck. Princeton. Princeton. Well, good for it. Listen, and that's my one thing. Let me tell oh, you. Oh, it's Cuban, by the way. I love Amazon. Obsessed over Amazon. Amazon I love takes my paycheck. Amazon. Amazon takes my paychecks. I love Prime. I love same-day shipping. I love next-day shipping. I love same-day shipping because I'm an impatient prick. That's why I do not online shop. I don't online shop because I would way rather spend more money at the store and get it instantly. I would rather waste gas, go to the store, struggle to find parking, and then make sure that I leave with what I want, then wait the three to five business days for it to ship. Ugh. Because then it ships. And, and the comfort of my own home. Like and it's like, what is this three to five business days? How do you not know how long it's going to take for that to oh, get there? 
I hate that. I know it's so, I know, like, but I hate it. Well, I, listen, this I hate microphone it. that I'm using to record, Next same day, day shipping. shipping. Oh, the same, same day? day. <laughs> this morning, I knew that you were coming over at 7 o'clock. I looked at, like, 9 o'clock, and it said... Well, first I had my prime. Oh my god, yeah, you did say that it would be no later than 6 p.m. I did read that. Yes. It so like my prime had free next day, but for $2.99 I could do same day. And it and arrived honestly, at if like you think four o'clock today. I was like, it's totally worth it. Think about it logically, Easy. you would have spent like three dollars probably in gas. Yeah, it was so. totally worth it to get it today. And this is a great little microphone. I think it sounds pretty good. Um what but, uh, yeah, I guess that's my th- I I <laughs> I guess I should have done a little bit more research on this so I could have like talked about it and uh, like and maybe kind of explain more about it but I just I want to know why why was he going into space what let's see what let's was see it, if it for, says anything. you know because to me it just sounds like he had nothing else to fucking do and was just like he's trying to get away you know from COVID? it would sound really fucking dope going into space let's do it and so then he went and did it. But he went into space for I just eleven think if minutes. You're going into space and you're building your own rocket ship. You could have picked any shape. Why did he pick that shape for his rocket? He knew what he was doing. How do you look at that rocket and not go, "Oh, the internet's gonna fuck me up." Okay, so you know what it says here on Google? It says that he went to space um, for 10 minutes. Ten? Ten, it was while his 10-minute joyride in a Blue <laughs> Origin rocket was mainly intended to draw attention to his space tourism company. Space. He's using it as a coax as a bigger for his bigger ambitions. So pretty much it was he has a space tourism company and he was just trying to draw attention to space it. Space tourism company. What like you're gonna take people into space for tours or you are exploring space yourself? I don't know. And like But he went up there that. for ten minutes. That's literally ten like fucking a tease. Minutes. That's a tease. And not the good kind of tease. It's the tease where you're just sitting there and you have like blue balls tease. Well, so literally, and it's a joyride. He literally, they did literally that just cause, yeah. just to. Well, Jeff, much, if you want to send some money my way, my uh. Will you look up how much that costs? Because it's definitely on the internet. I want to know how much it cost him to spend ten minutes up in the outer space. Also, do you really think that like rich people are gonna like make some rocket or whatever to like get the fuck off of Earth when the shit goes down? Five point five billion. Five point five billion dollars to he, be in space for ten minutes. He dropped that shit like it was nothing. He dropped that shit like I dropped shit to go to like to pay for Amazon Prime. That's like to him, you know, when you just like he drops money drop like I drop my phone change on the floor and you're like, oopsie daisy. Fuck it, it's a quarter. I'll leave it. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I'm Ugh. Jeff. If you want to be friends, I need money. I have zero dollars in a bank account. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to move out. Let me tell you, and what's also really fucking frustrating is bills. 
And I know it's kind of a very like eh, dumb thing to say, but like let okay, me. Okay, but let it's me the economy you. right now. Everything is so expensive. Everything is crazy expensive. Like right I'm now. looking for a one bedroom, and one bedrooms are really are like fourteen hundred. Yeah, tell me why rent has gone up so much right now. I'm literally looking for a one bedroom, one bedroom apartment. The market is. I just had a two bedroom apartment for eleven hundred. Right outside of Westgate, which is a huge entertainment district here in, like, Phoenix. Right outside. It's, like, right next to where the Cardinal Stadium is. I was walking distance from the Cardinal Stadium. And I had it for 1100 And now I can get a one-bedroom for 1400 Well, even the, the rent in the apartment that I'm in now, from when we got it to now, it's, like, gone up hundreds of Are you of guys dollars. fixed, though, or no? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, luckily, like, it, I mean, it goes up the average, like, couple, like, 70 bucks every year, but, like, for what it started at versus now, it's crazy. It's gone up so much, and that's what, it really sucks, too, because it's hard trying to move out right now when a one-bedroom is, like, $1,100, when that's how much, like, a two-bedroom should be. Well, and I know it's kind of crazy because people, like, maybe people, like, listening everywhere else is like, oh, that's super cheap. But here in Arizona, it's been Our a pretty cost of decent living has cost always of been living. down. Yeah, and now it's Like, my first one-bedroom, remember the one where I lived on when you would come visit all the time, the first one-bedroom? Yeah. It was nine sixty. And that's not bad for a one bedroom. And that was also like a luxury. And that was a luxury apartment. apartment. Yeah, it was. And so but it like, was. What? No. It wasn't like. But I mean, they considered themselves luxury. Apartments. I think it was like resort style living. I have no idea. I don't even care. Anyways, I hate them. But <laughs> I'm looking now. Those same ones. That's exactly. They're fourteen hundred. The same apartment that I used to live in is fourteen hundred. See, and that's crazy because it dumb. wasn't anything crazy. There was, it was nothing great about it. Like super small, like little one bedroom. There was nothing great about it. No, and you were on like my the closet third was in floor, the freaking bathroom, and my bathroom was not attached. I remember that, and that irritated me because I wanted my closet to be in my bedroom, and I was like, everyone can see because I had a one bedroom and it was only the one bedroom, one bathroom. I was like, so everyone can go into my closet. They gonna steal your shit. Yeah, or like I don't want people touching my clothes like they're clean. What the hell? But people just going through and like touching yeah. your clothes and. You don't know what kind of cre- I mean, I do know what kind of creep. Who the fuck do you have an over in your apartment? <laughs> You're scared that they're going to go over here and, like, play with your panties. I mean, those were in my room and my dresser, so it's okay. Those are meant for No, but that's people. one thing. And, like, also, too, what I was saying with bills is it's really hard because I know, like, me, like, you have one month where it's like you're you're doing fine right and everything's great and then you're saving money and you're just living life and the next month happens and something has to come up and it could be anything and it always comes up and i know everyone else relates to this but something comes up and just fucks your shit up where you end up having to spend so much money and you just kind of lose everything and then all of a sudden you're like behind and then more shit just seems to keep happening oh my gosh and then you're just in the snowball and it seems like you can never catch up dude okay so story time about that I was my second apartment that I had gotten over next to Westgate. Um, I just moved in, just paid rent, everything and stuff. And I was like, okay, cool, great month, everything's great. Thought it was, you know, life was fine. Um, start unpacking all of our stuff, right? And it's literally the first month. And we had this like pouch 
because we used to work to go, me and my roommate at the time, used to work to go and we had saved up a lot because it was during football season and a lot of people were tipping. So we saved up a lot of money and we put this in, put it in a little pouch and while moving, I think we like lost it or something happened, right? We didn't like, it got misplaced and we we're like, fuck, we we're going to use that because she didn't have a car. So I would, we would have the same schedules and we I would just drive her to work with me. And what do you call it? We're driving to work one day and work is five minutes away, mind you. Car wouldn't start. So I was like, damn, that money was, I could have used that money to help my, fucking get my car fixed or whatever. Literally had to like sit there and wait, wait, wait. And finally got someone to jump the car and it started and we drove it. And we were so scared to stop the car. We were just like hoping and praying that we wouldn't hit, like we had two green lights that we had to worry about. That's it. We're just hoping and praying. We're like, okay, the first one's a right, so we can just take it and go. And then there's two other lights that are all le- that are left to get into our work. And I was like, I'm just hoping and praying we just don't get any red lights because this car doesn't start again. We're pushing, and we're two girls, and it's freaking hot. Oh my god, when we couldn't find that that pouch, I had to get a whole new car engine. Can you hear? I can hear you. Okay. You just have to be careful with like touching the microphone because we c- I can hear every time you like. <laughs> Really? Yeah, every, like in the little thing. No, you're fine. But yeah, so we had to pay for that whole thing. And then that was the worst thing ever. But that got me into serving. So that was the nicest part. Uh, that's one thing that's been super nice. And that's been like my saving grace. But it's just really hard. It's really hard to get back on track. And that's what I think really sucks. And I think that's what kind of like fucks with a lot of people is you may be doing fine one time. And then one thing happens and it just it sends just you down. It and up. it's so hard to get caught back up. And I mean, like. I'm slowly working there and I'm getting like caught up, but it's hard and it's really like, it can weigh a lot on you. Yeah, dude. Ended up, by the way, found that pouch because she ended up moving out and she like needed me to help her pack her stuff and stuff and found that pouch randomly, conveniently, ha ha, very funny on her part, in her closet. And I was like counting the money and I was like, most of that money was mine too. So I was like, mind you. But I took half of it and I was nice about it and I gave I left the other half in the pouch. Cause I was like, what the hell? How are you gonna like steal a pouch of money from both of our tips that we worked together at takeout to get? Like that's ridiculous. Well shit, you're still nice enough to leave. I left half because I was like, you know what, karma. So I left half. I I could have been a bit that's when karma makes me wanna like I wish I could just have like that moment where the devil took over and not the angel. Cause like I could have been like No. No, it's better to but be. But it did like help that. me, yeah. No, it really is. And it's better. Be it. Be it. Be it. <laughs> um, but because that's every time I get somebody at work and they tip like shit, I just look at them and I'm like, how are you so okay with being such a piece of shit and just like leaving like that? Like, I, I had a table at work um, two days ago. And it was a $200 bill, and they left $0, like a $0 tip. And that, for people that don't know, I have to do a tip out, and I have to tip out on my sales. So with a $200 bill like that, and what was it? I think it's a 3% tip. So what is that? 203 that's got a that's a $6 $7 so that's now $7 I paid for them to eat mm-hmm. there what and people I got don't get back. they think it's like and oh it's just like, not damn and then I get really pissed and I get really frustrated and then I like go out to eat 
And I'm just like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. No, no, that's not it. But I go there and I get shit service. I get shit service everywhere I go. I don't yeah. know what the fuck I do, but it's always terrible. Well, and I always service. just think, damn, I, these are people that shouldn't be like tip, not me. Like I'm, I'm gonna sound like whatever. Like I have a big head, but I know I'm a good server. I'm good at my job. And no, but you are. That's why you get freaking jobs anywhere you go when you <laughs> want to get a freaking serving job. Cody can literally walk into any restaurant, and the amount of experience he has, like, come on, that's people know he's a good. He's never been fired. Like this man has quit from every job that he's worked at. Oh, that's a lie. Really? A yeah. serving job? You fired? Yeah. All Garden? No. Oh, okay. I wasn't like All Garden doesn't count. Dude, let me tell you, anybody who is thinking of getting any job, do not work there. I'm not even going to say the name. Don't work there. Just don't. It's not worth it. What are we thinking of? You have to say, you made me say the freaking sock story. The Olive Garden. Oh. It was terrible. The worst place. Worst place I've ever worked. That's what I've heard from a lot of people. I have a lot of friends who worked at the Olive Garden. Let me tell you. Great soup and breadsticks. Cody took me to a date to the Olive Garden to get soup and breadsticks one day when I was having a breakdown. When was that? It was like when I was living at the first apartment and you worked there. Do you remember when we would go to Red Red Robin? Robin? (laughs) Yes. Let me tell y'all, if you want to have a good time... Go to Red Robin, get a monster milkshake and and unlimited fries fries. and go to town. It'll be the best $7 you've ever spent in your entire life. Cody and I were like broke college kids before we were ever in college. These were our date nights. And honestly, it's funny as hell because I tell people, I'm like, dude, I'm the cheapest date that you'll ever get. I'll never make a fuss. All you have to do is spend $7 combined like not even just seven dollars on each person seven dollars total and you have a happy kid happy kid well kid being me well speaking of broke college kid that's you that was also kind of you wanted our second topic back to school back to school okay i listen let me tell you I graduated high school, and in high school, I always did honor classes, AP classes. I was in the shit. You were. And then I went to college. And you decided, fuck that. I was there for half a semester, and then I was like, this shit ain't me. I fucking hate it. But also, what was really hard, too, is like... Like I said earlier, I had moved out right after high school. Yeah. And so I was trying to pay my bills, barely being able to do that. And then first semester ended in December. Right. Mm-hmm. So then the second semester starts in January. Yeah. So in October, they were like, yo, pay up for second semester. And I'm like, Sir. I have three fucking dollars. Like, literally, I was the Patrick meme. Like, I got three fucking dollars, bitch. I don't even know how I'm going to pay rent, like, let alone pay you school, which one I don't want to fucking be there. Yeah. And that was really hard, too, because I was actually going to study psychology and I was really into psychology. I really was fascinated with it I remember and I liked going to I liked going to class well eh, I liked going to psychology class all the other ones I fucking hated and then so it was just like well why am I doing this and then I realized I didn't really like school and then I ended up getting this job where I could have made a lot of money but then it 
pretty much required me to devote my entire life to this job and I was like nah I'm literally like 18 19 I'm not trying to do that I'm trying to like figure myself out yeah and I don't want to do that so I ended up quitting there but it kind of showed me that you don't have to have a college degree to make a lot of money like there's a lot of other ways to do it and you have to find your way so then I kind of like dropped out of school I was like nah not my thing but also I kind of kept it open where I was like if I wanted to go back I want to do it because I want to and I think that was my issue was because I didn't want to and I was just I just like did it just because but it wasn't you what did, I wanted it was like, to do you thought that's what it's supposed to be you go high school college career yes and I think that's that was a big thing for me too yeah because that's what I really learned like living on my own the first time was all of the different ways of a successful lifestyle and it's not the one view of life that you grew up on like it's not the cookie cutter way exactly it was always like to me it was in my head it was like you go to school you get a good job and then you get a good house you get a family and you like save money and you have like this nice house these nice cars all of this nice like vacations and all this nice stuff Right. To, like, prove that you made it. But when I got older, I was like, that's not really what I want. Like, I don't really want a normal nine-to-five job. I don't want... I don't really care about having, like... I don't honestly know if I want to rent my own... Buy my own home. home. Mm-hmm. At least not now. Absolutely not. Because I don't really know what I want to do in my life. I, I kind of want to live everywhere. Stay here, yeah. We are always talking about that, moving... But, like, so that's where I was kind of like, okay, well, now I need to find out the different ways that I can see myself as, like, being successful. It's where, like, am I happy? Do I have the things that I need? Am I content with what I'm doing? Am I happy with the job that I have? Am I okay with everything that's going on around me? So then I started doing that, and I've just been a lot more happier, I will say. Like, I still have my ups and downs, and it's hard, but I'm like working on like kind of my viewpoint slowly but going from like that perspective of just kind of making sure that if I'm happy and as long as I'm happy kind of realizing that everything else around me should then be kind of falling in line Mm -hmm. it's been kind of just like keep myself happy and as long as that's going on then everything else should be fine yeah no see for me I agree with how you like view life because that's the same exact way I view life too I don't think college is for everybody I really don't I personally I'm not sure if college is for me I'm a great student I'm an amazing student and I know because you have put more time into school than I have ever let me finish the statement I'll tell you regular school (laughs) summer school you have been in school longer than anyone I have ever fucking known we'll do five second backstory I have done summer school since the age since four no fifth grade since fifth grade I have done summer school I've done school year round and that's mainly just because we used to play sports competitively me and my brother so we would travel a lot. So we'd miss school. We would I would do half days of school, sixth and seventh grade, eighth grade. I barely was there too. Um, what competitive sport are you playing? I played tennis competitively. We used to travel. We went to like Europe and stuff like that. Um, but so in high school, I did the same thing, and that was mainly because it just became a norm. It was I was finished with high school 
by first semester junior year. I didn't have to worry about anything. Anything I took, and you, like Cody knows, I was taking electives. I was walking around campus, barely doing Dude, anything. you weren't doing shit. You did whatever you wanted. Exactly, because I was done. I was taking AP classes that seniors took as a sophomore. I was taking AP chemistry, and I was the only sophomore with all these seniors. So it wasn't ever that I had an issue with school. I wasn't a bad student. I wasn't anything like that. I knew I was good, and I knew I could put the work in, and I think I always relied that back to the fact that I had these really high standards of being an Indian girl that I had to do it like an Indian like child in America. Um, am I in college because I think that that's probably the smartest option for me? Absolutely. Um, it's just how it is. It's how our culture is. You go from and you don't stop at college. Like I don't think my parents like even smiled at my brother's college graduation. They were just like, "Whatever. What is this bullshit?" Like they literally. And it was so funny because all of his friends were like your parents don't seem happy like that you're graduating and he was like yeah they'll be happy when i graduate med school trust me like right now this is just like a high school graduation to them it means nothing and it's the same thing and it's always been like at my high school graduation everyone is like congrats him you did great you got honors whatever and stuff like that but my parents were just like okay can we go home can we go to bed and they're like what are you doing see that's crazy because like my family high school graduation is it you know yeah. i mean so That's a big me, deal. I've always believed, like, I mean, my uh, my best friend, he f- finished high school, and that was it for him. He didn't really care to go into college and things like that. Did he have an interest in certain, like, grades or certain, like, classes and courses? Absolutely. So I tell him all the time, I'm like, go maybe take like a, you know, community college, GCC or something, you know? Well, and that's what I think is super cool now is we have so much access to all these other little classes, like master classes are such a really big thing right now. Mm -hmm. And I think those are so cool. And then I also saw that Google is now doing these like Google certificates, which I think is awesome. Like you can go onto Google and get like certified and whatever you need to like get a job. Like I think that's super cool. So and that's what I that's what I kind of wish college was more like was not that you With needed specific credits classes. and everything yeah. like you prerequisites and all that stuff yeah. like I, I hate just science yeah you could just go in yeah. pick that I want this 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 and this class and I want to learn all these things and I just want to learn that yeah because my major is psychology right now and I've had to take like women's studies I've had to take chemistry biology and all this stuff and different arts classes which I don't get because I'm like why do I need to take this like this has nothing to do with psychology and every psychology class I've taken aced it everything I'm a great student with that stuff and all any friend family that means me they always say the same stuff but for me I think that even now like I have a friend who works at Apple he's a great friend and he's never thought of like college ever and he's now taking coding classes through Apple Apple's paying for them and he's getting a coding degree because he absolutely loves working with the company and he wants to further his career in it and he wants to move up and he's traveled to Tokyo for the company and everything and stuff. So for him, he's taking an accelerated program and stuff to just do coding classes and he's thinking, you know what, maybe I'll just take the L and I'll do like get a degree with it, you know? But for me, I didn't know any better. I growing up that's all I heard was you go to college, you get a career and go into a trade school like you know a grad school get a higher level education and then you start a career and it should be in medicine because medicine has the you're you're gonna have the most stability with it so for me i always would panic that i'm not gonna have stability if i don't go into school like this because 
everyone around me, all uncles, aunts, cousins, nieces, nephews, you know, whatever it was, friends, families, they all are in medicine. And it's it's well, always been that way. And your dad has his own practice, right? Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a physician and he owns his own practice. He doesn't even go to hospitals anymore. Um so it's always and I mean that's that's everybody in my dad's realm of like friends. They all own their own practices. They're all specialists. Their kids are going into med school. Like my brother's in med school is in fourth year. Cousins are, you know, my my oldest cousin has an MBA and so you're almost looked at for me right now. I'm looked at as the family like the black sheep out of my family because I I'm not the very I'm a very free spirit. I'm a very spiritual person. I'm a very just let bygones be bygones, whatever it is. I get tattoos. I get piercings. I dye my hair weird colors. Shave oh my off God. my head. I remember you getting your first tattoo <laughs> and you getting it on your hip but you had to like make sure it was low enough so it was covered by your bathing suit to make sure that your yeah, mom would and my Indian and outfits. like freaking out about it yeah and even now i mean i have up to 10 at this point and parents know most of them but it's been hard like even now like talking to my parents they they have these standards and these visions and these beliefs and everything that they have these dreams for this you know quintessential indian daughter that they want to happen my dad wants you know these certain things to happen to where oh my daughter's not gonna really technically get you know engaged married anything until she has you know a career so she can take care of herself but you know the guy that's going to be in her life is going to be the one who's the breadwinner because that's how it is in indian culture is that the man's usually the breadwinner and for me, I've always looked for emotional support and financial as long as like we're both bringing half and half to the table, then I don't mind it. And that's how I've always been. And I, I look for the emotional bond that I get with people. So right now we put it to, um, you know, my parents are the happiest they've ever been with me academic wise because I'm a straight A student, working, going to school, doing all this stuff. But for them... They don't understand why I can't just listen to them full wholeheartedly and stuff. So that's been the hard part right now with me moving out of the house is that they don't understand that it's not disrespectful that I'm over at Cody's house right now sitting on his bed doing this podcast. But to them, if I were to tell them Cody's a man, you know, he has a penis between his legs, (laughs) even though Cody's gay, (laughs) even though Cody has no attraction to me, they're going to tell me that I'm being very disrespectful to them, that I'm over here and that it's what, nine o'clock at night and it's a weekday. And why, Simran, why are you over there? Why are you at a boy's house? What? I was trying to say man's house and boy at the same time. Whoa. You know? And so that's hard for that. And that's like, that's not stresses that I want when I'm in my last year of school, no. trying to apply for grad school, trying to do all this stuff and everything. And sometimes I do. I sit down at night and I'm like, is this actually what I want or am I just doing it to make my parents happy, <laughs> you know? Well, now at this point, you've gone so long, like, exactly. it's not worth it to quit. I love it, though. That's the thing is, like, I have missed it with COVID being, like, not being able to go on campus, not being able to be with everybody in school. I think I literally feel like I lost a part of me. Like, I love going to school. I thrive off of it. Do you, though, wonder, because I know, like, going even from high school to by yourself, it's very hard going from so much structure to not having any at all. How, like, 
I, w- I think that's one thing that I am very lucky for was I was able to figure out that transition at a younger age. So now being 22, listen, I don't have it figured out yet, but I'm figuring it out already. And so it's easier to kind of like, listen, I do not have a schedule at all. And I am very bad at sitting at home and doing absolutely nothing and not leaving all day. It is super easy for me to do. But I know that I need to have a schedule. I know that I should wake up, get ready right away, and find things to do. Do I do it? No. (laughs) But I know I need to. And I think it's because I've gone through it. So how do you think you'll be once you do are done and, like, you don't have that structure and that's gone? Because when I lived at that first apartment that we talked about when I was 18, um, I went balls to the wall. We threw parties all the time. Like, come on. So you're just going to rage it when you're No, but you know, I got that out of my system is what I'm saying. Like, I was 18. I finally got the leashes off. Like, I was free. Like, Cody would call me, and we would find ourselves downtown, Tempe, eating ice cream, getting our car towed because we parked in the wrong spot. Like, Cody calling that. me because his mom, he's trying to go to, like, a Sneaky Link's house, and his mom is calling because he told her that she's, he's going to stay at my house and, you know, try to send a picture that I, he's there. All this stuff. And we threw, like, different random parties, like, white elephant parties, whatever. You know, I had friends coming over all the time. But I, because I, I never got that. I never got that luxury to have people come over to my house. Like, Cody has known me for years. And you've been over to my house, what, maybe once? Twice. Twice. And you were never allowed in my room. Like, if my parents Once. were there, yeah. If my parents and it were, was because they weren't home. Exactly. So that's the thing. Is like, it, I never got that feeling of freedom of just, let me just sit and relax at my house and have people come hang out with me. Um, but then I moved into my second apartment and that I found that structure that I liked, that I, I, I needed in me, was like have my own time. But I got into the bad relationship with my first boyfriend that he didn't allow anyone to come over because he was so jealous. Like, he wouldn't let girls come over because he was like, oh, you called that girl beautiful. You're bisexual, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? Let me tell you, that, like, jealous, that far jealousy, that's little peen energy. Very much so. Little penis energy. Very much so. So, for me, I mean, I practically lived with my last boyfriend that I was just with and stuff, and... The reason I always say, like, I know that I'm good by myself is when my parents were gone and I had the house to myself, I never felt the need to, like, let me throw a rager, let me do this, let me do that. I just loved the peace. And I would just, add, I wanted to go hang out with him or I wanted him to come hang out with me. And I was like, I love being in my bubble with him. He was my family. He was, like, we had a dog together. We, I mean, the dog's still there, obviously. Nothing happened to the dog, guys. But it's his dog, but we got it together. He paid, you know, but we raised the dog together, everything. I consider the dog mine, but I know if anything were to happen, like, we're broken up right now, the dog stays with him. So I have no, like, rights over the dog or anything, you know? But. That's good that you're not always being, like, some craziness no, over no, no, the no. dog. But I will always tell him that I'm the dog's mom and that um, every other girl that comes into his life is going to be a stepmom or a step figure. I'm that person, but I'm never going to You're gonna like, I know. Don't you know. get it twisted. Yeah, no, no, no. Anyways, but I, I, I don't think I would have a bad part with, like, you know, being able to live alone and just have the freedom to do my own stuff because when push comes to shove, like, the first thing that I'm going to do, like, I went through a whole ass breakup with the love of my life, with my soulmate, and still managed to get a 4.0 semester GPA during finals week. 
I was going through a breakup with the love of my life. Okay, Katy Perry, calm down. And I was like, what the fuck? And I still aced all my fucking finals and everything. And I was like, no problem. Still managed to salvage that relationship, try to fix it, everything. So, I mean, I'm good at multitasking. I know what to prioritize. And certain friendships, I decided to push out that I wasn't, that I was prioritizing that I shouldn't. So, I was a question I have for you that I kind of wonder. And it's because I do, I know there's like a fine line. What's the fine line between fixing a relationship and then just realizing there's no fixing and you can't fix it? Because I know a lot of people who are like, yeah, I want to fix it. I want to fix it. And I just look at them. I'm like, is it is it really worth fixing? Like, come on, all the shit that you guys gone through. And I'm not saying that's with you. Not no, at no, all. no, I know. But I'm just like, there's people that I know. So and they're like, we're trying to fix the relationship. And I'm just like why when it's if it's already been that bad why fix it like it uh, shouldn't it not be that bad shouldn't it yes like, no. shouldn't it be easier than that no so every relationship doesn't matter what like our parents you know our significant or our siblings with their significant others and stuff i from an outside person in my brother's relationship that he was just part of i was like that's the perfect relationship they are perfect with one another like they're always laughing giggling whatever randomly broke up they ran it like just a couple weeks ago and i'm still very close to his his ex-girlfriend and stuff now ex but wait who my brother oh but it's because we don't get to see the everyday ins and outs whatever you hear what you want to hear like i heard what my brother wanted to tell me at that time that everything was great whatever and stuff right and he wasn't ever the one to tell me like anything was bad neither was she she never said like there was bad things she was like yeah we have our troubles we have our you know differences and stuff but i think when you need to know when it's ready to salvage is you need to know when to let go because if you don't let go then you're going to ruin it 10 times more so i think when i use my personal experiences i went you know you were there for talking to me about it and stuff i went through a lot of ups and downs with my past my last relationship and I really wanted to make it work. I was like, you know what? This happened. Okay, cool. I'm going to fix this much about me and keep doing this ten, tenfold more. Maybe I need to add more about myself, this part of my relationship. I need to add more of this to the relationship, whatever. Kept thinking that it was me who wasn't adding enough. Then it finally got to a point where I was like, actually, I'm adding fucking a lot. And I'm not seeing any change from the other side. I need to take a step back figure out reconvene with my own self have it heart to heart with me and see am i really putting this much effort in for the benefit of the relationship or because i'm so scared to lose this person i realized i was like i'm so scared to lose this person that i'm willing to literally lose myself to make sure this person stays in my life and that's unhealthy so i took a step back we broke up and i did my stuff met my you know people that i met had the relationships that i had made the connections that i made same with him and we both grew and i think i learned that i need to stop being and i'm a people pleaser and you know this you've always called me out for being a people pleaser um so that part i think is what happened is that people don't realize that you can be the quote-unquote perfect person for your significant other and it still could be something else wrong. And that could be that that person's just not ready right now. And maybe take a step back, find who you want to be for yourself. Like if I was dating myself right now, I'd be like, absolutely, I'm amazing. If I was dating the person that was trying to do as much as I could to make this one person happy, I would hate me. I'd feel suffocated by me. And I think I did. I suffocated my significant other because he was like, I made the mistake and this fucking bitch 
is making herself 10 times more perfect what the fuck so i think that's what people don't get they don't understand they should just make like so there's got to be fixing on both sides absolutely is what it is like you can't be the only person fixing it in the relationship and you have to and the other person has to want to and you have to listen i think that actions not such a very cheesy thing to say actions speak louder than words if your actions aren't showing your significant other that you want to be in that relationship doesn't matter how many words it doesn't matter how many i love yous i want to marry you you're my wife you're my husband i want to have babies with you whatever the whatever words that you're saying the words of affirmation if your actions aren't matching up to that follow the actions the actions are going to point you in the right way like they're going to tell you are you supposed to be with that person or are you not supposed to be with that person and that's just what we finished talking about before we started you know getting on this podcast was right now the words are giving me a lot of hope that I'm getting from my and now ex. you have to see the action. But the actions are very minimal compared to the words. And the actions that he's giving are the bare minimum of actions. And I'm like, come on, you can do, you weren't even giving me the bare minimum to start with. So you have a lot of extra to, you know, reach on to. That's one thing too. And that's a big thing is, is it talk or is it actually like doing? Because a lot, like a lot of people can talk the talk, but can you walk the walk? Exactly. And so that's it. I think that a lot of, I feel like a lot of girls, I'm one of them. I'll always think that I was the problem. And I think girls will always do that where they almost in a way victimize it. That they're they're the problem. That's why this didn't work out. That's why this didn't happen. That's why he didn't. That's why we're not together. That's why he doesn't love me. That's why he cheated. That's why he chose not to tell me. That's why he lied. Whatever it was that he did. The girl almost victimizes it. And she's like, it's because I'm not pretty enough. It's because I didn't do this. It's because I didn't do that. No. You did not force that person to do whatever the hell they did to break your trust. Like, they chose to do it. They chose. Like, you had the same opportunity. Like, you probably have guys in your DMs. You probably have all this stuff. Like, did you act on it? No. Did you go out and have drinks with your girls and a guy hit on you? Probably. But did you act on it? No. So... They, pro- they have the same opportunity. There's nothing different for a guy than there is a girl. And guys will do the same thing where, you know, they'll victimize it if a girl cheats. It's like, man, I, I was so loyal to her. I was this. I'm going to be a fuckboy. Like, no. Just because you were an amazing person to one person does not mean you stop being amazing to the next person that comes into your life. That's, I think, a really big thing. And now, and I... Oh, one thing that really frustrates me and I see it a lot on social media is people will be like praising other people for doing the bare minimum yeah. for doing things that should normally be expected of a person like yeah. someone is just being a decent person and they're like oh my god look at this person they're helping this like I don't know they're just like, doing some even- shit but like a normal like just if you were a decent human being you would be you would agree thing to do yeah that. and then someone's like oh my god look at this person so they should get all this praise it, and it's like no that's so funny that's just being a decent human being i'm one of those people i'll give you that right now like this bracelet that i have on so the guy that i was talking to in between my breakup with my ex and stuff right now like i mean yes we're still broken up but i'm you know he's this i met this kid we've been friends and stuff and you've had mutual friends but we started talking and he lives out in california and I've always been someone that's like, I'm not doing long distance. I'm not doing long distance like that because 
right now I just don't have the means to be and I like to be a good girlfriend like if I'm going to talk to you and I'm going to be in a relationship with you I want to be good to you I want to be able to surprise you with things and you know um I want to be able to like come over cook for you do all these things but I wasn't able to do that because he lived in California and I live at home and I'm a brown girl but he would send me like on my birthday, he got me a cute little wallet, like a little, and I wanted a new wallet. And I was like, you know what? I just want a cute little girly wallet. And he had bought me one. And I was so taken aback by it because I wasn't used to getting gifts. Like I was, that wasn't something that I got in my previous relationships. Like no one really bought me gifts or whatever. And he would surprise me with sunflowers all the time. And those are my favorite flowers. And, you know, Valentine's Day, he got me a ginormous bouquet of flowers, um, of roses. And, I I was so taken aback by it and I remember my brother saying that to me he was like that's the bare minimum sim the bare minimum to get flowers on Valentine's Day yeah that's to like get a birthday gift, to get a birthday gift that you wanted that you talked about that you wanted and stuff and he'd like you know we'll, he'll come and visit and we'll we'll like do small little paintings whatever and he'll always write a little like um, note on the back of all our little canvas paintings that we've done and I'm like, what the hell? What is this? Or he'll send me cute little texts or like, or he'll have my location. He has my location and he'll, I'll be at work or something. And I work at the mall. So there's a Starbucks in it and he'll send like my coffee order to the Starbucks. And then he'll text me and he'll be like, your coffee order is going to be ready in like a little bit. Go pick it up because I'll be texting him in the morning telling him how tired I am and that I have no money. And those small things, I'm just like, what the, like. Well, those are small things that you should appreciate. Exactly, you should appreciate it, but I'm never used to it. I'm like, what, I'm like, oh my God, how do I repay you? And he's like, I want to do this for you. Like, I'm allowed to do these things for you. Well, and so that's also one thing I think in a relationship is there's got to be give on both ways so like yeah he says i want to do this for you but you also then need to to want to give back as well and he but like the thing is i've always been the one that always gives 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 and never really receives right and i remember now you're receiving always used to tell me that even as a friend he would always say it he'd be like dude like you're a great fucking friend like you give like a lot like if i call you in the middle like he used to vent about his ex-girlfriend to me and stuff you know Hmm. and he was like you're always there you answer your phone like you give me advice like it's not like you know anything where you're trying to like break anyone up you give like you know whatever you want and you i always start conversations i was like do you want to vent or do you want like advice because if you want to vent like i'm just gonna mute it and let you just you know word vomit and as you say whatever fucking shit you want to say but if you want advice i'll deeply listen to what you're saying and I'm not used to it, but he knows my struggles right now with money and my finances and stuff. And he doesn't really expect anything. And he does really well for himself. He does social media and stuff too, right? So, but it's it's nice to be on the receiving end. I kind of like, I wish that like I wasn't such a pushover. And I was, you know, I made people in my, you know, past kind of say like, hey, I deserve to be taken out on dates. Like he'll come to town and he'll, you know, I think the week after my birthday, he was in town for the whole week. And every night we had a date planned and he had an outfit planned for the date for me and he never told me where we were going i just had an outfit that i had to wear ready for me okay well be careful with that i don't know like i feel like that kind of goes into controlling he's like listen you have to wear this we have to go here i'm gonna control it i told him i was like i i was like i 
I've always planned dates and I was like and I don't know I always do the same thing it's kind of boring so one night he had like I was like I want to get out of my comfort zone I was like I'm always in this one comfort zone of wearing like you know leggings baggy t-shirts shorts you know crop tops whatever so he had picked out outfits that I like we had shopped together but he like put the outfits together like there are outfits that I tried on and stuff but I never would have thought to put them together in a certain way and he was like okay wear this wear this and this is where like I'm gonna take you to a certain place and we went to like a I think we went to like a bounce house one day and stuff and we were just doing like kid stuff we went out to desert ridge we were running through the sprinklers at one point oh my god it is so nice to do that every once in a while is just go out and be a kid again and just do some like kid shit exactly dude and so that's the thing is like that shit was fun but in the back of my mind oh my gosh sicky's on the computer give me a second okay there we go um but in the back of my mind i always thought i was like man like this is nice i love it and this is like i'm making memories with someone who's amazing and i'm gonna be friends with forever but i do wish this is with like you know someone that i know that i'm gonna like romantically be with forever you know and like it did make me think of my ex and stuff because well that kind of sucks because it kind of sounds like this guy is trying to do some romantic shit he is but it was so close after the breakup between me and my ex that it would but i mean like now it's so cute because like we'll do stuff together and and well did he know that what oh yeah no i was very honest they both know about each other like my ex like i talked to my ex and his family all the time i was never like i never hit it that I still have feelings for my ex from my new guy. Um, and we're not dating. We're, and, you know, he was very recent with his relationship breakup too. Um, and so he was very understanding that, you know, we were good friends and that feelings kind of just happened. We've always kind of been attracted to one another. We've always thought the other one was cute, you know. But we he understood, like, that there was a lot. Like, in the beginning, first, like, month and a half, like, I would call him pissed the fuck off about something my ex had posted or something you know and the fact that i was like how you know i meant nothing yada 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 whatever the bullshit was that i felt that i had to say i said you know and even now you know he knows like my ex was going through a lot and his family had you know um, a tragedy happen so i would go hang out with them you had this guy that was giving you gifts He's not a sugar daddy. Don't even go that way. Treating you right. And you said, nah, I'll go for my ex. No. That's talking shit about me online. He's not talking shit about me online. Isn't that what you just said? No. He would tweet stuff and it would be like, oh, like this girl was really making me feel appreciated and loved and he'd be talking about a new girl that he's talking to and I'm like oh still trying to get you all jealous and shit and that's what I thought it was and that's I was like um or it would be like you'd post a snapchat of a new girl that he was with and I was like you never posted about me you never wanted to post cute videos of us like you were always like I'm private about my relationship like why do you have to post her like is she like better than me like what the hell is this and I'd get very very like jealous about it and it was irritating and this other guy was giving you everything and it wasn't even that though that's the thing is like I'm you know how I am I love heart and I've been in love with my ex for God knows how long since 18 I think almost maybe even <laughs> earlier than that to be honest but anyways this new guy I have a deep admiration for him and a deep deep appreciation for how much he has taught me and he has taught me that I deserve a lot more than I've been expecting from men 
in my life, whether that be family, whether that be relationships, whether that be anything. And okay, we're gonna have to take a pause real quick because there is a bug on the ceiling. No, there's not. Oh my god, yes, there is. Oh my god. Oh my. Okay, um, Sim, if you wanna just press the pause button right next to the play button. Okay. Okay, so oh, we are okay. back. <laughs> we uh, killed the bug. Oh my god. Okay. First of all, I was just staring at the ceiling because I was laying on the ground. We're just sitting on my bed recording this. Like, we're trying to be comfy. But I was like staring at the ceiling, and all of a sudden, I just see this thing moving, and it was a whole bug. So I had to run, grab the raid, kill it. it, ended up flying. I didn't know it could fly. It was terrifying. It looked like a stink bug, so I was like, damn, I really hope he doesn't scare it to where it makes this whole room stink. Nah, I killed it. It's dead. But then it was also kind of a little... It was a little struggle there to try to get it started back again. Yeah. But we're back. We're Thank back. Thank you for taking that little break. Um, it's not going to really sound like a break well, to you guys. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though, is like usually the big podcast would have sponsors and they put sponsors True. in their breaks, but we're not there yet we don't have those but i do think we should be able to take a break because this is a long time we've been sitting here for a fucking hour we yeah. deserve to be able to take a break so we need to think of something that we can put we can put in. your music yeah. kind of tag because okay cody makes some really really good music like good beats good everything we could put your music out for a little bit Heck yeah. Ooh, that would be good. Yeah, just do the, like little, 30 like, seconds? Yeah, just a little some some just so people know. And maybe like 10. Just a little 10 second thing. 10 yeah. Minutes, like a little snippet. And like if and they like it, then we can like have it. if people like it, then they can like let, let us know. Maybe that'll kind of make you want to put some stuff out on like SoundCloud or you know something. Listen, all of my stuff gets posted on Instagram and I don't. That's a lot. Listen, I've yeah. tried and. It's a lot, and I like to just make music to for, like, fun, and I have a really good time doing it. And so I like to – I'll post them on Instagram just to kind of get them out there. But really, I'm not trying to do all that. That's a lot of work. That takes a lot of time. Plus, with trying to have a full-time job and then also this whole podcast thing – yeah. And then in my free time, yeah, sure, I, I like to, like, make beats. But it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, plus, like, yeah, you know, it's a lot. And, I, like I said, I'm, with my, like, whole beat thing, I'm not trying to, like, make music off of it. I, yeah. I'm not trying to be famous. Let me tell you, it would be cool to, like, be famous and, like, make, like, a big old, like, crazy be record. Be the next Steve Aoki. <laughs> you know, that would be amazing, but I'm doing it because I like to do it. And if anything comes from it, that'd be sick. But if it doesn't, then it doesn't. At least I had a good time and I have these really cool, like, beats. And right now, though, my big thing, I want to make a song. Like, an actual song. I make these little beats, that'd but be I want to get with somebody who can rap, sing, yeah, whatever. Oh gosh, I could probably put you in, like, connect with some people. Somebody. Like, and just something, like, some just for fun, like, not for anything, but just so I can, like, play it and be like, look, I have this. I, I made this, you know? But, I totally yeah. feel that. Well, I think we're going to probably wrap this up for first episode. But, yeah, this is, that's whack. Um, we're just going to. We're just going to be talking about. We're 
random stuff next next week too so yeah it's just you know we're gonna figure it out week by week we'll just see how it goes we'll more than likely be recording on tuesdays yeah and then we're not gonna keep like a set schedule just because we both have full-time jobs i start school up in about two to three weeks so so whatever works for us works for us um but we we we, are gonna try to get more consistent maybe we will like pre-record some stuff and then so it's already set up no i know he doesn't nobody wants to be listening to a pre-recorded podcast that's talking about shit that's not relevant anymore i know he doesn't want to talk about but some of the stuff because like certain weeks we can just have like stuff that's about like how we're talking today like money and back to school that has nothing to do with actual current like social media crap that's going on so we can have those just in case like life gets you know as like just in case life gets a little too much we can use one of those episodes that we talk about because we have to think life is gonna like i'm gonna be fucking busy and so are you yeah maybe but listen we'll record whenever we record but i do want us we do want to to have a strict weekly upload schedule yeah, absolutely. We'll start with once a week, but it means right now we're going to be uploading on Fridays. Yeah. Just because... It's the best time. Well, listen, I had posted on Instagram last week that this episode was coming out last Friday, but I got the dates wrong. Yeah. And so it was actually... I was out of town, and he didn't realize that I was going to be out of town that Friday. He thought it was going to be this coming up Friday, but it's not. So I believe we'll be uploading on Fridays until further notice. Yeah. But that's it. This that's this that's whack. And I'm Cody. I'm Sam. And we hope we'll see you next week. Bye guys. Bye.